today's fresh manner, the law of timing. Nehemiah chapter 1 to chapter 2 verse 10. The word of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah, it came to pass the month of Chislev in the twelfth year. As I was in Shushan, the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah and asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, The survivors who were left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down, and its gates are burnt with fire. So it was, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, I pray God, Lord of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandment, please let your ears be attentive to your uh, and your, ear, your eyes open, and you may have the hear the cry of your servants, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servant, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which you have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you, and have not kept the commandments, the status, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that I, you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though most of you were cast out of the furthest part of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them back to the place where I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Now these are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. And let your servants prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Ataxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad, since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of the heart. So I became dreadfully afraid and said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lie waste and its gates are burnt with fire? Then the king said to me, What do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven and I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and, in, and if your servant found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tomb, that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, the queen also sitting beside him, How long will your journey be? And where will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him, uh, set him a time. Furthermore, I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given to me for the favor of the region beyond the river, that they may permit me to pass through and until I come to Judah. And a letter to Asa, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me timber to make to make beams for the gates of the citadel, with per, uh, permission to the, the temple, for the city walls and the house that I will occupy. And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Then I went to the governors in the region beyond the river, and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent captains of the army and horsemen with me, when Sambalat and Tobiah the Ororites official head of it, they were deeply, deeply disturbed that a man had come to seek the well-being of the children of Israel. Timing, they say, is everything. Some things run as clockwork, and the slightest change in schedule could create havoc. 
We live in a world that is controlled by time, the chronological 24 hours clock, and nobody can get any more or any less time. Timing is a law. How quickly something moves and how long it stays still, time can be slow, speedy, and still. That's why we have to make good use of time, because once gone, it can be returned, revered, or bought. Timing is essential to the development and perfection of all things, as Ecclesiastes 3.11 puts it. Only God can make all things beautiful in his time. But even God will not interrupt the time event to satisfy any man but his glory, according to Isaiah 48 verse 1. The difference between life and death, success and failure, acceptance and rejection is a matter of timing. Pick your moment means we must know the appropriate time for something to be said or done to be meaningful and impacting. That's exactly what Nehemiah did. He chose the moment to see the king. We must learn that timing is everything. Nehemiah spoke to the king about Jerusalem, but it was four months after he heard the broken city wall. He began praying in December, but it was April, in April he approached the king about going to rebuild the wall. Why? When we have a vision and a burden like Nehemiah did, we must wait for the right time to step up. Nehemiah spent time in prayer, prayer that would make the foundation of any project succeed that would create opportunities and grant favors. To succeed in any endeavors, we must use the right time to approach our designated helpers to be emotionally and mentally prepared by the Lord to see and support our burden, vision, and project, just as Nehemiah did with the king in chapter 2, verse 2 to 5. And because he picked the right time, he received favor from the king way beyond what he even expected. Our seasons are timed and timely. There are times to move quickly, slowly to wait and times of urgency we can never rush time it goes as fast or as slow as we perceive it galatians 4 4 says when the fullness of time had come god sent his son at the right moment in human history god directed world events and prepared people and nations for christ and the proclamation of the gospel god set the right time for the fulfillment of his promise he couldn't have sent christ earlier or later he sent him at the right time we see how much David understood God's timing, that he willingly re re relinquished um, control to time in God's hand. Have you realized that God is time and everything he does is according to time as seen in Ecclesiastes 3.11? God is the God of time and the only one able to control it as confirmed in Matthew 24.36, which says no one knows, not even Christ Jesus the Son, knows the day of, of judgment, neither the time nor hour. We must learn to stop allocating time to God for things that only God knows how and when is best for us. There is a law of timing operated by only God. Shalom.